Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years, featuring live performances and movies under the stars at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. The summer series combines some of the best in culture views and cult classics. It's a movie experience like no other. And of course, these fill up fast. So make sure you get your uh, your tickets ASAP. We've got Top Gun coming up July 20th. What's better than going to watch Top Gun down at Red Rocks? Uh, and there's a pretty sweet deal. It's $59 per car. You can pack as many people as you want. And this includes a snack with candy and popcorn and sometimes even free packs of beer. So head down uh, to denverfilm.org for all the details on each viewing. And, of course, we'll be giving away some tickets at DNVR events this summer. So check those out as well and head on down to Film at the Rocks. DNVR Broncos podcast presented by MSU Denver online. You know the deal. MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. So if you're looking to further your education while maintaining a full-time job, there's no better place than MSU Denver online. Check them out. MSUDenver.edu slash online to see all their classes. There's definitely something for everyone over there. My boy, Ryan, what's up, my friend? Great to see you. And after a uh, a holiday weekend, man, it's good to be back. Yeah, I hate to start off the podcast with uh, bad news, but terrible news for the eligible bachelorettes of Denver as Zach Stevens (laughs) officially, finally off the market congrats on the engagement my friend thank you brother yeah i thought after 11 years it was probably (laughs) about time went up to the mountains proposed to my uh now my fiance crazy to say on a uh on a on a beautiful hike and man it uh it made the weekend extra special so awesome man so happy for you guys and uh yeah not exactly a surprise i would say you're exactly right. <laughs> In fact, I uh, we uh, you know started uh, the, right before I proposed. She she looks at me. And she goes, "I think I know what's <laughs> happening right now." <laughs> Is that was it? Like, did she have any idea? Was there any like clues that it was coming now? Yeah, she she was tipped off the night before when some friends from out of town arrived, and uh, and so I knew she was probably going to be tipped off from that. And uh, but before that, she had no so idea. So they like they just came in town to kind of be a part of it, the the celebration and whatnot. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And then we went up to Frisco and, and hung out there that's for awesome, the weekend. Man. Well, again, congrats um and that's you know the biggest news of the day so i think that wraps up the pot <laughs> there we i mean that's an off-season right, pot exactly. in july right uh, we're, yeah today we're uh, covering <laughs> best and worst ways to propose uh, 
But there is a little bit of Broncos news or Broncos related news uh, as some interesting comments came out from Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And I don't know if this is necessarily notable to the Broncos yet, but Aaron Rodgers participating in the match later today, which should be very interesting. So we've got Phil and Tom, right? Yep. Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady going up against uh, Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau, which interesting combo there. Um, I'm, I, I'm so <laughs> interested to see the dynamic between those two because Phil is like such a great team leader, you know, like he's like taught, he's like really, you know, getting Tom in the right mental space or at least trying to, you know, talking <laughs> yeah. him through it. And I just don't see Bryson being that guy, but it'll be interesting to see. I just want to start here. The single best time that we could ever find out that Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the Broncos would be in the middle of the match today. Like live on the course, whoever's the sideline reporter, you know, last time it was like Justin Thomas. How hilarious would that be if Justin Thomas (laughs) is like, because he's got, you know, they've got an earpiece and he's like, Aaron, uh, I hope you're sitting down for this. We've just gotten word that you've been traded to the Denver Broncos. Can you imagine the 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 I mean, live w- raw reaction to that? I mean, wouldn't that honestly be like the biggest middle finger that the Packers could give Aaron Rodgers is do it in a way like this, although it would probably flip on them because we would all get to see his excitement on live TV that he's actually been traded. Right. And like he he's on live TV being like Let's go, like Corlin Sutton, <laughs> Jerry Judy, Noah Fan. He's just rattling everyone <laughs> off, like, oh my God, we're gonna set records in Denver this year. He's like, the last time I was playing golf, I was with John Elway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew it was, this was meant to be. Uh, uh, I, I'm not ruling it out. I'm just saying that if it's gonna happen, it might happen today. Mm, man, that would be just pure gold. And wh- where is the match on? Is it uh, a TNT, TBS sort of thing? I think so. Yeah, that's what it's been in the past. So, well, who, whoever, uh, wherever it's airing, would absolutely love that. And uh, you know, Ryan, since we're talking about this, yesterday when Aaron Rodgers had these interesting comments, which we'll get into, he was asked about his pairing uh, with, with DeChambeau, and he said. I think he's often like myself sometimes. I think he's a little misunderstood with his own career. I'm excited for him to get the opportunity for people to see him because I think he's a great dude. So misunderstood. Is Aaron Rodgers a little misunderstood? Well, first off, I mean, Ryan, do you think do you think DeChambeau's misunderstood? Uh yeah, I actually do. Um hmm. and that's coming as someone who doesn't like him at all. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think he probably is a little misunderstood. I think that he's a very intense competitor. I think that he's someone who will do anything and everything he can to get a leg up on his competition. Uh, And I think some of that stuff rubs people the wrong way, including me. Um, And and even like the hat just like helps him seem probably worse than he is. Um, (laughs) But so, yeah, I think it's probably fair to say he's a little bit misunderstood. I bet you if I went and played 18 holes with Bryson, I would come away being like, oh, he's actually a pretty cool dude. Would you beat him? Uh, in no, He could probably play lefty and 
blindfolded and still beat me. I see what you did there. He can play lefty. You're referencing Phil Mickelson. Uh, yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, the weird thing is, like, who like who do you pull for today? Because, like, yeah. Phil, I used to hate Phil. Now I kind of don't. I used to hate Tom Brady. Now I kind of don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've never had anything against Aaron Rodgers, but Bryson rubs me the wrong way. It's like if if Tom was just a little bit better personality for these things, mm. I think I might be able to convince myself that I would go for them. But he, he, I think Tom I'm probably last going. time was Tom was a little too locked in, especially for not being like that great locked in. He was terrible. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you're gonna be bad, you need to at least bring the personality right and kind of show that you know it doesn't really matter that much to you if you win or lose. Kind of like just have fun with it, and if you're bad, well, at least you're entertaining. Exactly, exactly. And he, I mean, to be fair, like he was so bad that it's hard to like put a smile on when you're playing that bad of golf. <laughs> like I, I personally try to like when I'm playing like shit i'm thinking to myself like just don't make don't make this bad for everyone else you're with you know like mm. i really try to make an effort of like i don't want my the person i'm riding in a cart with to be like oh god here he comes you know like <laughs> so i try to bury it as much as i can and just keep it inside but there are certain points where you're like like he had the shanks last time and i'm just like man there's there's just really no way to fake your way through that. And he, he's got to go with a different pant this time, right? I mean, he can't go back to the same pant. What was he doing with the pants? He ripped them. Oh. You remember that? Oh, <laughs> my God. I forgot about that. And then didn't he end up throwing on, like, some really big sweatpants or something over them? Yeah, he put on, like, rain pants. And it was like the goofiest you would ever think like a goat would look. Very true. Yeah, he's gotta gotta get a pants deal this time. There's like a bunch of different places that, you know, do good pants. Although <laughs> he's an under armor athlete, right? Yeah. So are you gonna say that it's probably not a good place to get pants? No, terrible place to get pants. <laughs> um but like they do make the like Jordan Speeth, like jogger, golfer pants so hopefully they hold up this time what under armor makes a jordan pant i'm talking jordan speed oh jordan speed oh of course of course i was going wow no yeah. way yeah no I, I see lots of ads for them on instagram they're like a golf <laughs> jogger and you the ads have not got you yet no i keep pressing this ad is offensive to me <laughs> <laughs> they keep showing me <laughs> that really is how you are with uh with under armor it it does offend you it offends me yes it does i, I i've gotten better at like not saying things to people um <laughs> that that might enjoy it but I, it, it is personally offensive to me, yes. <laughs> oh i love it um okay so I'm going, I, I'm cheering for Aaron Rodgers, I guess, just on it. Like, I hope he does the best. I think everyone in Denver is probably cheering for Aaron Rodgers, right? Now, what I'm curious about He's like is... an honorary Bronco right now. <laughs> That's how he's being treated. There's no doubt about it. Now, I'd be curious how, how people in Denver would feel if, let's say, right now the 
Aaron Rodgers came out and said, I'm staying with the Packers. And uh, then that was over. Then would people kind of in spite pull for Tom? I just, I just don't see people in Denver pulling for Tom. I don't see it. No. Also Bryson, a Colorado resident. Oh, how about that? Or or him and uh, Aaron up in Boulder together? Um, I just know that he has property on a Colorado golf course, I believe. Oh, of course. He's on a golf club. Oh, how about that? I assume it's like an ego thing. Like he likes to come up to elevation and just hit the ball like, Mm. you know, 50 more yards. So not, not, not too much misunderstood about that. We know what, we know what that's about. I fit. I just figure that like, you know, it keeps him happy when he's training. He's like, Oh man, I'm just, I'm hitting it 450 right now. After you've had a bad round in Arizona, you come up to Denver just to play here or even in the mountains. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just go up to, I played in steamboat this last weekend. It is crazy. Like what a, what a weird thing that you have to adjust for. Like, if you just think of it on the surface, like, okay, like I'm, you know, I'm not a pro. I'm not anything like that, but I go play in steamboat and I'm just, I have to figure it out. Like how much further is the ball traveling? I don't you know. Have to just, hold it's kind of crazy to me. No, you have to club down a little bit or club. Yeah. Club down. So like what would normally be in a nine iron or what normally be an eight iron is now a nine iron. Um, so that, that, that so is kind of holding back. Right. And you're so used to it being a certain way that it's like really hard to get your brain to think that way. <laughs> you don't know that you're the power of your own strength. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, that ball is just a piercing flight. Do you think, do you think Aaron Rodgers would just love to just throw a ball here? That he'd, he'd look like Josh Allen. I think the bigger the, um, the bigger the ball and the less far it travels, the less impact it has. on it. So is the golf ball, the smallest ball in sports? It's gotta be right. I'm trying to think of something that would be even smaller. Yeah, it's definitely the smallest. And it's actually the perfect one too. Cause it's small and dense. Small, dense and, and designed for flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, okay. just like me, right? That's uh. Yeah. Yes. You're talking about me. Although, I don't know how dense you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to these comments, though, because there is like, like you can't really take anything from the match. You might be able to take a little something, something from these comments and, and set the stage. Who do you tell us to where? Where was it published? That whole thing. So it was uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke to media yesterday uh, previewing the match. So a lot of things weren't focused on football at all. But he was asked about this offseason and, you know, not appearing for any of the Packers things and everything that's gone on this offseason with him. And obviously Aaron Rodgers, we've heard him speak once this offseason, and and that was on a, a radio hit or not a radio hit, a TV hit with ESPN. So this was the second time talking to him. And these comments are very interesting, Ryan. Here's what he said about his offseason. He said, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to work on my mental health. I haven't dealt with bouts of depression or anything that I think for whatever reason are okay to talk about if you're talking about mental health. I've just really been trying to think about what puts me in the best frame of mind. What habits can I form that allow me to feel the most in my body, most present and happiness? happiest and that's what i've been doing so there's kind of two different 
comments that we'll talk about. That's the first one. And it's interesting that there's a lot there, especially the first thing that jumps out to me, he says, I'm not dealing with depression or anything like that. It's good to hear that. But then it makes me think, okay, so he's just trying to be the happiest he can be and not showing up to the Packers makes him happy. Now, it does make me question, does football still make him happy? Or is it just the Packers and being away from them that makes him happy? Right. You know, and that's, it's interesting. It's interesting line to, to try to connect and figure out here. Um, the first thing I want to say is though, I, I love just how in sport, um, really across all sports now, we're becoming a lot more open and willing to talk about mental health. Um, yeah. I think even five years ago, a, a star quarterback saying something like this would have been like very jarring to people, you know, like, yeah. Um, even mentioning depression, even acknowledging it, like where we've, we're start, we've come a long way that I think we still have a long way to go, um, uh, in terms of normalizing, talking about mental health, but I just, you know, I love that he used this platform to talk about it a little bit, um, and, and help, help us kind of normalize that sort of stuff, that sort of, that's talk. a, that's a great point beyond that. I mean, I think you're really seeing him start to realize like he's in control of his life um and you don't have to do things that don't make you happy and clearly being a packer doesn't make him happy anymore um (laughs) because of the situation he's in because of the way he feels he's been treated there maybe because he has to live in green bay wisconsin just maybe um so to me i think it's 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 a good thing from a Bronco standpoint, if we're going to take it there, um, that he's kind of taking mental inventory. What do I like? What, what makes me happy? What doesn't make me happy? Why doesn't that make me happy? What can I do to, to change it, to make me happy? Now you're very right. He might just say football doesn't make me happy anymore. I think if that was the case, he would have retired by now. Um, so I think there's a, you know, there's still a open door there where he's saying at the very least, like, I want to see if football makes me happy in another place. Mm, Yeah. And another place could very well be the Broncos. And if it was football that he wasn't sure about Ryan, he could have one retired. Like you said, he could have opted out and then had a year to think about this. And we know that that deadline came and went last Friday. So he has not opted out of the season. And if he was serious about truly taking a year off of football, Ryan, that was unquestionably the way to go because then he wouldn't have had to pay back any money. He wouldn't make money this year, but the big thing is paying back 20, $29 $29 million. That's a bigger deal than, than just skipping out uh, on a payment this year. So he could have done that. So I think this points to it's not football. It's the Green Bay Packers. And now maybe there's a chance that he says, okay, I only want to be in Green Bay for five months of the year. And this is how it's going to be if they're not going to trade me. So I'll show up to training camp. I'll be there for August, September, October, November, and December. I guess that's, yeah, that's five months right there. And then if we make it into the playoffs, January as well. But that's all I'm doing. I don't want to be in Green Bay any longer than I have to. Of course, we know that it's not just Green Bay. It's the Packers. So this could be very much a sign that Packers don't make him happy anymore. They don't make him happy at all. And, I mean, again, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Um, it's – if you're not – like, 
again, when you're in the position that he's in and you've done as much as he's done and you've accomplished as much as he's accomplished and you've made as much money as he's made, you kind of can look away and just say like, why would I do this? I don't like it. I don't want to be here. I don't like these people. Uh, I don't want to work for this person. I mean, can you imagine, Zach, if you or I had made it to the pinnacle of our profession and we didn't like our boss? Like, especially if you, and you already have unlimited money. Like, why would you continue doing that? You know, like, it's like a no brainer at any other job of like, oh, I have to work for this person that I don't like. And I'm like, I'm like making their life better, even though they're making my life worse. Like, there's just no way you would continue doing that. Uh, And I think for him, like, this is part of this, like, mental renaissance that he's having. That's a it's a fantastic point, Ryan. And there's another comment that Aaron made uh, that I think points to this even more. And let me first, before we get into that, let me tell you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where of course it's the best place to get in on the Aaron Rodgers odds. You can also get in on McGregor versus Poirier. Three is set for UFC 264. And DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has the knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to one odds on a knockout in the first round in Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first round knockout, you walk away with big time cash. So here's what you do. Just pick the main fighter you think will win by a first round knockout and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 250 or 64 to one odds on that fighter. You can't buy, find better odds anywhere on anything. So that is definitely just, just, Play a little bit in there this weekend and cheer for that first round knockout. Of course, also get in on the NBA finals, get in on hockey, get in on everything that's going on over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, baseball as well with a very exciting week with baseball coming up for Colorado. But head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up to turn that $1 into $264 on betting on a first round knockout this week. That's code DNBR to turn $1 into $264. only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Gotta love the folks over at DraftKings. Um, And these match, you know, these matches are the most fun, I feel like, to bet on. Um, Because they, you know, they're, it's easy. So golf betting is interesting because there's so many people out on the course. But when you get something like this, where there's just four people out there on the course, um, the amount of different things they offer is unreal. Um, Mm -hmm. You can bet the outcome of every hole. You can bet the outcome of every drive. You can bet the outcome of their approach shots. You can say, like, uh, I believe that, you know, Mickelson, uh, Brady are going to hit the green in regulation on the next hole. Like, it is unreal how many different things they have going on uh, during these games. So you got to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook today uh, specifically um, and got like if you haven't tried betting this stuff it's it's amazing and if you haven't it tried it so fun yes if you haven't tried being a DNVR member you got to try that as well uh, so many different things you know we had the DNVR golf league out at uh, Red Hawk Ridge last night Whew, what a great course and uh, it was red hot yeah absolutely um, 
actually it was kind of cold after it started raining on the eighth hole but then we all you know went into the 19th hole and had a couple drinks everyone's hanging out having a good time talking sports um just the kind of thing you know that kind of community that you get when you become a dnvr member and that's just one of the few options you have you can always just head down to the dnvr bar run into a couple dnvr family members over there talk sports get yourself a full-size dnvr member beer maybe you 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 can uh, collect your free t-shirt that you get when you become a dnvr member when you go down there so so many different things those are just a few uh but becoming a dnvr member above all maybe it supports us uh it shows that you know uh, you, you love the pod you love all that and uh and you want to be a a part of this family and Ryan, speaking of joining our family, Ball Corporation, the ball that is Ball Arena, the aerospace technology company, the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer has joined our family because they want to hire you. They want uh, to give you a job, Ryan. And they want to do that by giving you a job to adding to their production technician line. They have over 400 jobs here that they want to get over at Golden. They're adding to their production line. And the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. And more than that, chances are if you've consumed a beverage in a can, it's been from a ball aluminum can. Heck, we drank some this weekend from that ball from an aluminum can. Uh, and it, they are a great company. They're all about sustainability by 2030 they want to reduce operational carbon emissions by 55 percent across and add across their value chain by 16 from the 2017 levels that's what they're looking to do and they're also looking to get you hired so if you're interested in a job you want money text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222 to get a job at ball. All right. Sorry. I had a, uh, someone knocking on my door there. I don't know if you caught any of that. I was just like, uh, not a good time. Um, anyway, you played it off very smooth. I had no idea. Oh, good. Good. Uh, anyways, uh, Zach, tell us about that second Aaron Rodgers comment that we get to oh. dissect and read okay. into every word of Here is what he said. He said, sometimes the loudest person in the room is not the smartest person. So what sometimes was, the what loudest was the question here. It, it was, uh, I'm not quite sure. I think it was just more about okay. the off season and, and, you know, he got very, uh, you know, he's using some pro proverbs and getting a little, uh, he wants us to read into this, Ryan. I mean, just the way he, he's right, saying right. this. So then he continues and said, sometimes the loudest person in the room is not the person who has all the facts on their side or the truth on their side. Sometimes there's a lot of wisdom in silence. Sometimes there's a lot of wisdom in being selective on what you say. And Ryan, this really, when you were saying right before we hit a break, you were saying, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the bosses that he's not getting along with. This quote really made me think, boy, this is, he's speaking right to those people. Right. So who is the loudest person in the room in this case? It's got to be Gunakuns, right? Or uh, Mark Murphy. Is that his name? Yes. Um, yeah president more powerful because he's the one who came out with like the complicated fella thing um mm -hmm. and i think that really did bother aaron Rodgers. um 
I don't necessarily know why, because I think Aaron Rodgers is a complicated person. <laughs> um, but there's nothing, maybe like complex would have been a better word. Sure. Um, but I think that's kind of who he's referencing here. And and without knowing the question, I, I assume it's it was something along the lines of like you haven't spoken a lot this off season. Right. Um, but there's been a lot said about why you're not speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, why haven't, why haven't you addressed that more or whatever, something along those lines. And we know the answer, which is really like, he doesn't want to alienate himself, um, because he doesn't know where he's going to end up. But I think he's also right in, in saying like, there is a lot of wisdom and sometimes keeping your mouth shut. He doesn't need to say anything. Although you believe that if he wants to get what he wants done, he might have to say something eventually. Um, but he's, you know, I think he's taking a little bit of, uh, not pride, but he, he doesn't mind the fact that everyone's trying to read into what he's thinking all the time and he's not sharing. And he's just given more fuel to that fire without a doubt. And it's also interesting that if this is what we think it is, Ryan, that he says the loudest person in the room is not the smartest person. Ooh. That is a shot right there to uh, maybe it's not to one specific person, these comments, which is actually probably worse for the Packers. It's to everyone in their front office. And one thing that we've heard about how the Packers are structured is their coach is very separate from their management. So I don't think these shots are are at Matt LaFleur or the players or, or the coaching staff. I think it is literally just everyone else above the coach. It's the GM, it's the president. And that is great news for the Broncos because this isn't just firing one person. And it's very clear that the Packers are not just going to fire one person in order to make Aaron Rodgers happy. That's not going to happen. It really seems like they would trade Aaron um, or force him to, to sit out before doing that. So this is, not a one fix issue for Aaron. I don't think it is either. Although I do believe, I don't know if they fire the GM, I think it would show them, it would show him like we're willing to do whatever it takes to keep you. Um, And that would, you know, open a new door maybe for them, but I just don't think they're going to do it. Uh, I really don't think they're going to do it. So beyond that, I don't know if there's anything they can do. Um, and maybe it is just saying like, we're giving you $40 million guaranteed for the next four years. Like maybe that's enough for him to say like, Oh, you truly are committed to me. And I know Mace mm-hmm. has referenced that too. Like that, that undoes any Jordan love questions. Right. <laughs> um, right. Like if they're paying him $40 million a year for the next four years, which goes outside of Jordan loves rookie contract. Yep. Then he doesn't have to worry about it. Yep, exactly. And Ryan, wouldn't that also make him happy going back to his first comment, finding out what makes him happy? $160 million by the time you're an additional $160 million by the time he's what, 42? Yeah, yeah. That, that'll make him a little happy. I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't know what the number is. Maybe someone should like write make a, a BuzzFeed article about this. Like, at what point does. Uh, like at what point does money become like more than you could ever want? Right. Thirty million is it fifty million? Is it a hundred million? Where you just you can have anything and everything you want, and no more money will change how you feel about anything. 
And, and on top of that, his uh, fiance is probably going to be making some millions for a long time in her life too. Right. And she's, I mean, she's probably already made, you know, an insane <laughs> yeah. amount. I, I wonder <laughs> yeah. like where they are, where they stack up against each other in career earnings. Oh, that's a great question. I mean, she's been in some huge movies. Right, and like some big franchises. Let me see if I can. Boy, that's a great question. Um, how much do you think Aaron Rodgers' net worth is right now? I have no idea. Okay, so Shailene's net worth is only $12 million, I say only in, in jest. Um, <laughs> well, Aaron's got her beat by uh, $122 yeah. million. That's kind of crazy. So maybe she's saying to him, you need to make the money in the next couple of years because I want to stop working. Maybe. Woodley will just earn two hundred dollars to $500,000 for the first movie of Divergent. That seems so low. Wow. Yeah, I thought movie stars were made a lot more than that but see it's all about whether they hit or not so in this same article i'm reading it says uh the first hunger games film jennifer lawrence only got five hundred thousand dollars up front plus bonuses for box office performance but then before the second movie the first was such a big hit that she negotiated 10 mil for the second movie. <laughs> so when a silver linings playbook two comes out shailene woodley will be able to uh drive that price up isn't that also Jennifer Lawrence? Is it? It's not <laughs> Shailene? <laughs> I, I think you're thinking of a different thing that sounds kind of like that. that she... <laughs> well, I guess uh, that's why this is a football podcast, football not a movie podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, Aaron, yeah, I mean, he's got over $100 million. Like, does 160 more make you happy? Personally, I don't know. Gosh, I would have actually thought he'd be worth more by now. So if he can view this as in a four-year period, I can double my net worth. Now, obviously, I know it wouldn't fully double because taxes and, and living and, and everything. But whew, that's hard to pass up. It is hard to pass up. But now, it couldn't is. Ryan, couldn't he also get $40 million from the Broncos? I mean, yes. he could be traded and then work out a new contract. And I've, I'm sure that would probably in the, be in the works with whatever team he's traded to. Right, and the Broncos, after trading for him, aren't going to hold back. <laughs> Could you imagine whatever team trades for him just pisses him off right away? They're like, look, man, you're making a lot. We just had to give up <laughs> two first-round picks and two starters for you. Like, I don't know what you want from us. We like you, dude, but we don't love you. In fact, <laughs> we're going to use a first-round pick next year on a, on a quarterback. We just started dating, man. Calm down. <laughs> put a ring on it. In in my eyes, you got to wait eleven years for yeah, that. Yeah, they're exactly like, eleven years, dude. We at least give us eleven months. <laughs> He's saying no. I want eleven days. Eleven, uh, yeah, and it goes up a million per day. Um. All right. To finish off this conversation, I just want to see where are you on this? How do you feel? Are you declining are you pretty neutral what are your aaron Rodgers to the broncos feelings 
Ryan, the last time we gave kind of an official prediction, probably a couple of weeks ago, and there I still said I felt more confident that he was going to be a Bronco and be traded than I did the other way around. We knew that this month and this month and a half was going to be very quiet. And so we knew that and it is quiet and it feels weird. And so I want to back down, but just realistically, I knew that was going to happen. So I want to stay exactly where I am because nothing has changed. It's just been quiet, which we knew. So I'm still going to say, I'll go like 55% that he's a Bronco by September because I don't think this is going to happen right away when training camp starts. Now we're going that my, my view on this is going to not be close to 50% in three weeks and four weeks from now, when training camp is officially underway, I'm going to either be very confident. He's going to be a Bronco because he doesn't show up or if he shows up at Packers camp, Ryan, it's, it's going to go close to zero. Yeah. That's all he's not showing up though. There's just no way. Right. Mm, After everything this off season. He just shows up and it was all just one big charade. <laughs> does he, sh- so how does he show up? Does he show up with a new contract? Is that a situation in which you see he shows up? Yes. Right. It, if it all came down, oh, oh, this was all just one big money ploy. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, I've seen that a million times before. But no changes. He just shows up. Well, now he just looks like an idiot. He, he really does. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's going to be the boy who cried wolf next off season. He does this and no one's going to care. Maybe he'd like right. that. Or like, is there, we didn't really talk about like a potential Jordan love trade changing anything, but I don't think that's mm. happening. Yeah. You would think that the bigger news would be a big contract for him. Right. Exactly. Um, okay. I, Man, I don't know. It's so weird that we haven't heard a peep on this really since the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. April, May, June, July. I mean, three months without like a real report. Um, It feels weird, but I guess I I, I think I said I was like 40, 60 last time. I think Mm -hmm. I'm probably still there. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty darn good chance still. Yeah. When you're talking about getting a Hall of Fame quarterback. I wonder if the DraftKings odds have changed at all. I haven't even looked. I wonder uh, if they're are they still there or are they just saying this month is just too quiet for anything right now? Off season specials, week one starting quarterback. Yeah, there's no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the the quiet is just so unsettling, probably for everyone. I mean, including for Green Bay Packers fans. They're just they're just waiting for, you know, I know Broncos camp kicks off the 28th. They're just waiting for that same time for Packers. What a weird what a weird situation <laughs> the NFL world really finds themselves in with this this saga because it's so quiet and the silence is deafening. Because it's just like, it doesn't give you any, like, you can't help but notice how quiet it is. 
Yeah, it's it's wild. And then at the same time, there's also this other story that has gone completely quiet with Deshaun Watson, Ryan. And some people that I've talked to believe that it will absolutely be resolved by the time the season starts. And if it's resolved in a favorable way for Deshaun, that he will be able to play this year. And then maybe a trade could happen very quick after it's resolved and he could be on a different team's roster come the start of the season. There's also the, the thought that some people say just the way this is right now, there's no chance it gets uh, finalized before the season. And then no team is going to trade three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. If he still has these questions surrounding him. So I, it is just wild that there's not just one superstar quarterback that has all this drama with him, but there's another one with a lot of question marks, but a, a potential for him to be traded as well. Yeah, that one is, I just know how NFL teams are looking at that. And it's just, <laughs> it's so, it's just so messy. Uh, I'm trying to think of other situations with a quarterback. I mean, you had the Ben Roethlisberger stuff, uh, but like, I just, I, I, I just think NFL teams are saying no chance we are getting anywhere near that until yeah. it's completely figured out. Yeah, I, I completely. Even then, I still think there'll be teams who are hesitant. Yeah. Oh, I, I absolutely think so too. And Ryan, if you want to stay as far away from cavities as possible, you got to check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. And we've had so many people switch over to them. And one of the awesome things about Green Mountain Dental is they're a great family-owned dentistry that's part of the DNVR family. So, I mean, family, family, family. And that is who you want taking care of you, especially when it comes to your teeth and keeping those cavities away. And if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush when you go there. So that is just an even bigger bonus on top of it. You're going to get your teeth cleaned anyways. Might as well get a free Sonicare toothbrush with great family dentistry with you. And then also part of our fam. So you can go there and talk Colorado sports. It's a very comfortable environment and schedule that cleaning x-ray and exam and get that free Sonicare toothbrush. Also check out our friends over at Hassle Cattle Company. Guys, I don't know how to explain this to you. Like, I'm not exaggerating when I say this is the best beef I've ever had. Like, the best burgers I've had, the best steaks I've had, the best sausages I've had, all of it, I, I, I'm not kidding you, is top notch. And it's extremely affordable. They call it the blue collar Wagyu for a reason. Every man or woman can afford it. Um, and right now... They're going buy one, get one free on their flank steaks. Let's buy one, get one free on their flank steaks. And these things are $9.99 a piece. So for $30, bucks, you are going to get four flank steaks when you use the code DNVRFLANK at checkout. Um, and while you're over there, just fill up your order with anything and everything you could dream of. Uh, get it over $200. Bucks, you're going to get free shipping and it's going to be worth it. And you're going to eat all of it. And it's going to all be delicious. Check out our friends. Hassle Cattle Company. Head over to HassleCattleCompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L CattleCompany.com. Ryan, you're throwing deals at us left and right with Hassle. Our friends over at Solace Meds are throwing deals left and right at you as well. For June, they've got a lot. They have wild night and day gummies. Buy one, get one 50% off. They have all WANA products, 25% off. They have all pen-cured re resin cartridges, 20% off. They have green dot concentrates, 20% off. They get it. It's so many deals that they've got going on. And on July 10th, 
They've got concentrate sales all day long. And if you head into the Wheat Ridge location, you'll get a free solace bar or King Cone when you mention the DNVR20 code as well. So make sure to check them out. You can either go online, that's solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com, or you can go into one of their four locations in Colorado, one in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Broadway, one just blocks away on East Colfax from us at the DNVR bar and get in on these deals and well. And if you go to the Wheat Ridge location, you get that free King Cone or Solace bar and 20% off. So make sure to check them out and use that code DNVR20 to save 20% off your entire purchase over at Solace Meds. Solace Meds, Hassle Cattle Company, nice little pairing, I bet. Uh-huh. Oh, you know it. You may crush all four flank steaks that you paid the price of three of after you have 25% off a Wana product. That's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, but no pairing is quite like the pairing of the DNVR Broncos podcast in the comment section. So, Zach, let's see what we got today. All right. How about we talk to the people, Ryan? And first one we got coming in from Queen City Broncos CLT. Fellas, it's been a while since I posted, but you compelled me with your actions, with your discussion around the California burrito. This is what we're talking about. I was born and raised in California and hadn't heard of it until I moved to San Diego. The name of the burrito is what causes the confusion. The California burrito is a staple in San Diego and relatively easy to find around Southern California. It's often called a San Diego burrito if you find it up north. The main ingredients include carne asada, melted cheddar cheese, steak frites, pico de gallo, and sometimes guacamole, depending on the place. My favorite comes from Roberto's Taco Shop off El Cajon Boulevard. Just had to take a minute to drop the knowledge. I'll be in Denver this week visiting family. I will stop by the bar and hopefully get a chance to meet a few of you. Thanks for always being a bright spot in my day. Be blessed. Thank you so much for rolling with us, Queen City Bronco CLT. And man, Got to put the the Roberto's Taco Shop on my list. Dude, I just have to have one of these. Like, we talked about it so much, and I still haven't had it. And I believe since it was originally introduced to this show, I've actually been to Southern California and just forgot to get it while I was there, um, which makes me feel even worse about the whole situation. So, I need, and this this one has steak fries in it, um, which just, wow. It just, I got to have it. We got to have it. Better than uh, steak fries, better than the uh, waffle fries. So or, I'm no, actually no, the crinkly cut fries. Yes, actually better than crinkle cut fries. I don't like the ones that look like they came out of the freezer. I don't even care if they actually didn't. They just look like they did. And that Dude. ruins them for me. No, um, they're always weak. They're always like very soggy. Looking. Yeah, I don't like steak fries uh, in general. I shouldn't say I don't like them. I wouldn't choose them. Um, yeah. I just feel like every one you're eating a potato, um, mm. which is just a lot. I like yeah. the re- really skinny, really crunchy fries. I've got I've got some good news. Looking up this Roberto's Taco Shop, there are sixty locations in the United States, including in uh, Nevada, so Las Vegas and San Diego. Wow, maybe I'll be in Vegas before I'm in uh, Southern California again. So can make that happen mm, love it god that sounds so good i'm starving yeah it and don't don't look at the pictures online because you'll become even more hungry i have leftover fajitas from la loma from last mm. night at what point is it acceptable to eat those oh anytime anytime okay. if, if you're right. gonna have it now just crack an egg over it oh i don't have an egg though that sounds bomb i think uh man i could i could do dinner leftovers for breakfast 
any day, any, any, any day. All right. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> Next one's from Melbourne Bronco. Hey guys, who is your dream coaching panel? Head coach, OC, DC and special teams. And have you ever thought of asking Brittany Boland to be on three ring circus? Just a thought, you know, <laughs> we haven't thought of that. I feel like someone um, who wants to be like taken seriously uh doesn't want to come up <laughs> could you imagine that we're just we're cracking up asking her goofy things and she's just extremely professional and you know just a, a little laugh here and there you know like i think that the the real britney bullen would be an awesome uh mm. guess on and i don't mean that in a way as if she's fake i just think when you're trying to become an owner you have to carry yourself in a different way um and I totally understand and respect that. Um, so that's why we haven't thought of having Brittany on three ring. But hey, there have been rumblings that Brittany has listened to a, a DNVR Broncos podcast or two. So if she's listening to this one and wants to be a guest on three ring circus, have your people connect, contact our people <laughs> and... Uh, and we'll get something figured out. And our people, Zach at the DNVR.com, Brittany. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, she would be awesome. I, I really think so. I just don't know. Like, I, I specifically target guests that don't need, don't feel like they need to be t- taken seriously. Right, right. Ex- exactly. And that's why it's been a success, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dream uh, coaching panel. Hmm. I mean, I th- you have to go Belichick, head coach. Andy Reid, offensive coordinator. Oh, nice. Do you go Vic um, D? Come on. <laughs> I'll probably go Wade Phillips for D. Oh, just for the first year. Um, yes, just for the first year. <laughs> just a one-year trial. Uh, and then special teams like going like John Harbaugh. Oh, definitely, definitely. Just to, oh, I mean, can maybe... all these personalities mesh? <laughs> oh gosh, no way. I'm just <laughs> thinking how. Uh, what would the offensive room be like? Because I feel like Andy Reid's a pretty fun guy to be around, fun loving. You know, probably a good environment. But then Bill above him, does he just shatter all the fun that have that that that's had in the offensive room? No, I think they get to have a little good cop, bad cop thing going. Mm, yep, <laughs> yep. I think you're right. Mm, I love it, man. That would be a pretty good team. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, next one. Andy Reid, or just give them uh, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, and they'll be good. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Uh, (laughs) Give you or me Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. (laughs) Seriously. All right. uh, Wow. Speaking of good cop, bad cop, a perfect transition into this comment from Mark (laughs) IT Snatch, who says, I'll be the bad cop to Queen City Broncos CLT, correcting you on the California burrito. How dare you throw shade on the wonderfully carbolicious overload that is the California? What could you possibly not like? Did he say anything bad about it? I didn't, I didn't think so, no. I thought it was good. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going back. He just kind of... all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what could you possibly not like about carne asada? French fries, the crispier the better, and crinkle fries are not required. Shredded cheese, sour mm. cream, guacamole... Some plants, some fancy places will just use slices of avocado and pico de gallo. Gracefully embrace in a warm, fresh flour tortilla. Outside of RK's excuse of I'm on keto, so I can't eat potatoes, and the occasional vegetarian vegan looking at you, Big T, there's no reason to not love this wonderful contribution to the Mexican food world. 
While it does come from San Diego, it's all over the Southwest. Nearly every Mexican restaurant in Southern California has their own, or in Southern Colorado. Oh. It fueled many an all-nighter in my college years with horchata, which is amazing, uh, in Jamaica to drink. There's even a variation called the Arizona with subs the Asada with Adovada. I demand three-ring circus on-air taste test. It sounds more like a tailgate taste test, but up down. Mm. I said, I'm sure Legal Pete's can make a phenomenal one, or even the DNVR bars kitchen crew can rectify this injustice. So Illegal Pete's kind of does do it, right? Like, I get the steak and potato burrito when I go to Illegal Pete's, which essentially is along these lines. Yeah, because they replace it with rice, or they replace the rice with the potatoes, right? Nope, I also get rice in there. Oh, nice. Love it. Because <laughs> there's not what, like enough oh. potatoes to, to replace the rice. You know, it's like a, a sprinkling right. of potatoes. But just imagine if, because I know exactly what potatoes you're talking about, and very good, but what if they were very fried like a French fry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's doing it for me. <laughs> Anyways, he says, that said, it was a great show. I'm surprised that the Bucks helmet did not make the cut. Uh, is it the pewter that sets it off? And you guys got to love the opportunity to dump on Johnny Bullen, who apparently pays extra for ingredients that are already there. I have no football <laughs> comments. So I'll take my soapbox and see myself out. <laughs> great Johnny Bullen, comment there. Uh, this weekend, wanted to make it very clear that he is the one who ended the war. Uh, which I assume is the in reference to the uh, suit being dropped. I I would think so. Wow. Well, thank you, Johnny Bolin. Now yes. tell us tell us what's going to happen. He will. Don't you worry. <laughs> he will. You're right. He <laughs> was also <laughs> calculating what twelve percent of eight billion and uh, ten billion were on his story this weekend. Oh. So there's a little price hint. I mean, Ryan, I'll uh, I'll give you credit for that. That would be way over the five billion that that you're guessing. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm still taking the over. I'm still taking it, the over. Was he able to figure out what twelve percent of ten billion is? He was. Yes. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a large number. Did we find out his plans on what he's going to do with over one billion dollars? <sighs> you know, we didn't, but we can only uh, we're left to our own devices on that. I mean, that was this was really a Southern California comment right here. You talk about the burritos from Southern California. Johnny Bolin's out there in Southern California. Very, uh, v- very good comment there, Mark I.T. Snatch. Next one from Mutiny 27. I'm going to start this off by correcting everyone on the Colorado wow. burrito, uh, California, California burrito. Who knew that this was such a hot topic, Ryan? Mark is mainly correct. In Queen City, we do not call it a San Diego burrito and nor cow. All, all of Mark's ingredients were correct, except the main detail. The burrito is wrapped with a quesadilla-like layer instead of a typical tortilla. This is the defining feature. We have a restaurant literally named the California Burrito up here in NorCal, and it's incredible. Secondly, at the end of the night, my, my Canadians may be swept by the lightning. RK, I believe you said something along the lines of have and have-nots, have and have-nots. Well, at least we punched the ticket and got to the big show, unlike your avalanche watching from the couch. Ouch. All jokes aside, hope you guys have a good holiday weekend and go Broncos. Oh, wow. A lot to unpack there, but congrats to your Habs on not getting swept last night. Um, and Ryan, I mean, we're talking about what's it called? A quesarito when it's wrapped like yes. that? Yes. Good God. The quesarito from Taco Bell, one of the world's great inventions of the 21st century. Um, <laughs> as for the abs and avnots, um, 
yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't make it either, but second place is just the last loser. <laughs> wow. So you'd rather not be the last loser? No, I would just rather not lose, but all losers mm. are equal. Yeah, and uh, it does look like they're on their way. Looks like it could be over tomorrow like, night. I, I assume the Red Wings were the worst team in hockey this year. Um, they, you know, it, unless the Habs pull off the comeback, they'll have just as much to show for it. Oh, also, wow. the Habs do have the President's Trophy, so at least they have a little something. And I yeah. assume the Canadians probably got some sort of trophy for making it to the finals. But there's no – it wasn't conference finals this year. So I don't know if they – I don't even – I don't know if hockey even does a trophy for that. If you're second in hockey and you're a can- Canadian team, do you get, like, the Prime Minister trophy? Oh, yes. <laughs> the longest-lasting Canadian team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The closest they've been, and it doesn't look like they're going to get it. But we love you. We love you, Mutiny 27. We do. Um, this California burrito talk. Oh. Very, a lot of different views on this. We, we've never heard about the quesadilla part until no. today. And that is that's a must try. I'm everyone is sold on it. Yes. All right, Dan Burke. Hey guys, so I was looking back at the draft plus UDFA class today, and something stood out to me. Along with Seth Williams, the Broncos only added receivers who were taller than six three and weighed more than two hundred fifteen pounds. I get that bigger receivers tend to make better special teams players, and it seemed like there might be some dart throwing here. In that case, is Tim Patrick on the team beyond the season? Uh, but is there any other significance to this? I'm going back to the Broncos Vikings game in 2019 where Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton both dominated the Vikings corner uh, corners. And maybe that game left a lasting impression on Peyton's mind. It's kind of like how the Colts drafted Michael Pittman the year after Sutton had a day against Rocky sin. So this sort of thing probably happens more than we realize. What do you think? Boy, that's a, uh, that it's a great point, Dan Burke. And I think that, it aren't they replacing aren't they drafting Tim Patrick's replacement here and it is isn't that what these these body types are no so well maybe my thought on it is that there there's a three-tiered system here if they knock it out of the park it's a Cortland Sutton replacement then they don't have to re-sign him mm. if they hit a really like a triple then it's a Tim Patrick replacement placement if they if they don't really get it then they're just a special teams player for a few years and they move on okay well i like that tiered system and especially when you're talking about guys and what the sixth and seventh round and seth williams and tyree cleveland it's worth yeah. taking the shot on right and seth williams man he has some big fans um in the scouting ranks uh in the coaching ranks people think he might be the real deal yeah i think he's gonna open eyes during training camp I could see that for sure. Big, big receivers. There's something about big receivers in training camp. I mean, going all the way back to Cody Latimer, you know? <laughs> oh man. Cody Latimer that first year when he was just Moss and Bradley Roby. Yeah. Like that, the, you go to a Broncos training camp practice and you're in the media area. You will hear that talked about. Oh yes, you will. <laughs> Next one from LDJ. He says, Hey guys, what's up with the DNVR fantasy league? How do I get in? Hope you had an awesome fourth. I don't know. There's like a couple different offshoots now. There's a dynasty league. There's, you know, old burrito Brad's league. Uh, so I, I honestly, Nacho Brad actually um, in the new, the new version. Um, I don't know. Uh, so maybe someone else can reach out to LDJ. 
Yeah, someone uh, either reach out to LDJ or hit us up in the comment section and we'll spread the info to the good people. Next one from maybe the dingo HO baby says, do you have any way to early predictions for defensive MVP, offensive MVP, comeback player and most improved offensive slash defensive Broncos for 2021? Hopefully there's a pleasant surprise with new names. Ryan, maybe we can do this later this week. This could be a uh, really get into it. That's an easy first segment topic that we can uh, that we can knock out. I love I love it. Great great comment. All right, from Broncos only Zach. Congrats on getting engaged. Thank you, Broncos only, and Dan Burke also saw that in there. Thank you guys so much. The love that I've gotten from everyone is especially from the DNVR fam has been amazing. Me and my new fiance really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much. Also, uh, next one's a little too personal. Um, <laughs> clearly, Broncos only sniping who was calling Mace's phone because I saw it as well. Um, <laughs> so you'll maybe you'll have to tweet at Mace about that. Um, Count Locula, will we ever see players that play both offense and defense again? Love the count. So, you know, I was, I mean, even a couple years ago on this, I would have said no, but. Shohei Otani has like completely changed my feelings on this. Like I just thought like professional franchises would look at guys and say they have to specialize in one thing, you know, like we just simply can't afford to cross train these guys. But I think if you get a Shohei Otani esque, you know, type of what's the word I'm looking for prodigy, where a guy comes up and I mean, maybe he's like a fullback linebacker. Obviously the Broncos had that with Spencer Larson mm. uh, not too long ago. So he, you know, he, that's kind of his thing is he only maybe plays 10 to 15 snaps a game on offense. And then he's a baller linebacker on the other side. I think that's a possibility. You know, people forget miles Jack uh, was a running back in college on top of being an awesome linebacker. So I always thought like, oh, give him a couple carries a game on the other side. But again, you you know, especially when injuries come into play, we talk about this a lot with like practices and sort of things like that, where it's like a coach feels like if I just stay by the book and someone gets hurt, that's just the cost of doing business. If I try to do something cute and someone gets hurt, now it's my fault. Um, so I think like a Spencer Larson type player is probably what you would see where it's like, oh, they're a special teamer, and they're also like a they came they came in in a pinch to play some linebacker and fullback. But I do think if there's like an Otani esque um, prodigy, maybe you just you do draft him in the first round. And you say we're we're gonna let him play both sides. Boy, it's a great point. I just even think at that point, the NFL would just be too scared. Like you said, I think you really laid it out well. Be too scared to do it. Man, I really do think if there's one position that it could happen, you hit it right on the head, the fullback one, where it's not a full position, but you also don't really want to spend a position uh, on on your 53 on fullback. That could be great. You would love to see like a uh, a wide receiver corner the guy's just playing, you know, 90% of snaps on both sides because he's that good. That would be so cool to see. Unfortunately, we'll never see that. Yeah, it is tough. And honestly, I think even college coaches would be too scared to play most guys legitimately both ways. Yeah. Even if you had like that prodigy that I was talking about. 
Yeah. I wonder why colleges would be afraid of that because certainly it happens in high school all the time. You would think that those guys that are just so good in high school, they would want to do that in college. I just, some guys are just too good to risk. Like I remember, you know, uh, in the dark days for CU, a little bit different scenario, but like Nelson Spruce was the best player on the team. Fantastic receiver. He like tweaked his ankle a little bit on the first day of fall camp. And the coaches were just like, you know what? Uh, He doesn't need to practice. So we're just going to keep him. We're going to keep him sharp and keep him safe. And then he'll play in week one. Um, And like, I just feel like that's how coaches feel. Like I just, this guy's too valuable to add more on his plate. And if, if we, it's great to have him for both, but if we lose him, we lose him for both as well. Right. Yep. It's a good point. They're playing scared, playing scared. All right, last one here from T. Woods. He says, Zach, congrats, my guy. Let's go. Hey, thank you, T. Woods. And again, thank you all so much. Ryan, thank you for all the love and support. Thank you guys for all of the love and support. I really appreciate it. It's what makes this community so cool and really the coolest part of this job. Yeah, man, we're everyone's really happy for you. And um, I knew when I saw that Annika was wearing a uh, Broncos hat, <laughs> in the pictures that that was going to do big numbers on Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even think about it. And you know, you're just so in the moment and uh, you know, almost black out a bit. It wasn't until like we were looking at the, and because we, we had some friends with us, we have over 500 pictures. It wasn't until we were looking at them and uh, someone said, Oh my, she's wearing a Broncos hat. That, that was intentional. I was like, actually it wasn't, but I guess that's uh, just my, my fiance right there. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, again, congrats to you two. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. One final shout out to our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. If you are getting engaged soon and someone's going to take 500 pictures of you, you're going to want to have a pearly white smile. So head down to Green Mountain Dental Group, get signed up for a cleaning x-ray and exam, and they will hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush when you do. Uh, But for now, it's going to wrap it up for us on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.
time.